Good afternoon. Once again, I am here to educate you on BDSM and BDSM etiquette. A lot of us don't know what consent is, don't know what true consent is. So, I am going to give you the noun and the verb, and then give you the BDSM. Consent, noun, permission for something to happen or agreement to do something. Verb. Give permission for something to happen. Now, uh, some of you may be wondering why I chose consent today. A lot of it has to do with the so-called rape culture that I see popping up all over the place on website, FetLife, to be specific. Um, consensual, non-consent, etc. Um, consensual non-consent, my recommendation, and this is definitely a very strong recommendation, one, talk about it while you're sober, two, and this is very important, any kind of agreement for a consensual non-consent must be in writing, otherwise, your partner could say, hey, I didn't agree to that. Let's call the police and ruin this person's life. Or, two, ruin this person's reputation within the community. I've seen both happen. It's not pretty at all. Two, verbal consent is having an actual verbal discussion about the kink with partner. And it's very important because when it comes to BDSM and kink activities, uh, your risk... The risk of violating said consent is very high. Um, not everyone reacts to pain the same if you're doing impact play. And some people may actually change their minds. So, verbal consent, very important. I still recommend getting it in writing. Um, you definitely want to have a safe word. And adhere to that safe word. Your safe word is your lifeline. Your safe word is going to keep you and your partner out of harm. Out of too much harm if you're doing impact play. Out of any kind of harm that could potentially involve either one of you going to jail. Or, like I said, losing credibility within the community. Um... If you are going to be playing with anything that inhibits your decision-making, drugs, alcohol, um, do the negotiations beforehand. Please, people. We live in a very open-minded society. And with the legalization of marijuana and people's propensity to drink alcohol, we want to be safe. Now, let's talk about who actually has the power to give that consent. Dominance, I hate to inform you of this, but it's not you. If you wish to play at being a dominant, that's up to you. But... 
And this is a very big but. The submissive has the power to give that consent. You need to discuss things like your safe word once again. Um, you need to make sure that any risk is conversated about, talked about. Make sure you know what you and your submissive are going to be doing. Let your submissive know, hey, this can bruise you. This one might break skin. What are your limits? And limitations is a conversation we'll have at a later date. And you definitely, definitely want to discuss aftercare. What your submissive wants for aftercare. How he or she prefers to have that aftercare administered. And this is just short term. This is if you're at a club, bar, whatnot. If you're, say, the Velvet Rope, which is a BDSM club here in my hometown. Uh, it is members only for, for the most part, but on those rare nights where they have public events, I've noticed a lot of people don't use safe words. They'll do the scene and just do the scene. It doesn't. And it seems to me like there's no negotiation happening there at TVR. That's dangerous. Okay. Um, a good place to start with consent is actually the CEPE checklist, which can be found online. And it goes through everything that could conceivably happen during a BDSM scene and beyond if you are choosing to live the lifestyle. Um, hard limits, soft limits, maybes, definite yeses, all that. It is all there. Now once the general, general guidelines are established, what you want to do is obviously relax because you've had a very, very heart-to-heart -heart conversation with your proposed partner and you want to take and as naturally as possible go into that scene. Once you have decided to start the scene, you both make sure you know the safe word. And the safe word is very, very important. Now, dominance as the one given permission to inflict this pain, this, these different sensations to your submissive, you really need to be aware of your partner's state and responses. Are they, are they, are the responses positive? Are they negative? Is your submissive bouncing all over the place? Is your submissive just laying there like it's nothing? You need to pay attention to that. Okay. How someone responds to a place, situation, or under certain stimuli will vary greatly, which is why it's very, very important to discuss this prior to play. Keep what your partner says in mind and watch out for the use of the safe word. Now, if you are using anything to or prevent your partner from speaking, have a signal. One finger, two finger, one finger meaning it's okay. Two finger meaning slow down. Three meaning stop. But always keep that hand 
your partner's dominant hand within your line of sight. That way you know if he or she is sig signaling you. And above all, once you have a good partner, practice. The best way to get over any awkwardness is practice. Talk frankly about consent. Talk frankly about whatever it is you wish to do to your partner. We're not here to own someone, so to speak. We're not here to cause them permanent mental or physical damage. We are here to explore our darker sides, yes. Our kinkier sides, yes. But we are not here to damage our partners. We are here to explore this together with our partners, to explore it with those we may or may not have feelings for, those we wish to learn and grow with. This is what BDSM is all about. It's about experimentation. It's about learning. It's about growing. So, back to consent. Now, what you want to do, talk. Rule number one, conversation. Rule number two, pay attention to what each other is saying. Those are the two most important rules. Know, you submissives out there, know what your hard limits are. Know what your soft limits are. And during a scene, if you wish to go into soft limits, explore whatnot, see if these are, are hard limits or something you would be willing to try again, discuss them with your dominant. Discuss them with your master, your daddy, whatever. But conversation. Ultimately, ultimately, all everything we do leads back to one word, yes or no. Consent or non-consent. And those of you receiving, on the receiving end, you're the ones who have the power to grant that consent. You are also the, the ones who have the power to take that consent away, whether it be mid-scene, beginning of the scene, or even at the end of the scene. If you choose not to have aftercare at the end of the scene, you have that right. But I would definitely recommend you having that aftercare. Learn. Grow. Become a positive member of your BDSM community. But above all else, communicate. Learn consent. And once again, I am Sir Nemesis, and this is your BDSM Education Podcast. Y'all have a wonderful time, stay kinky, and be safe. Hello, I'm Nemesis. I will be educating you on BDSM. We will go through topics like consent, um, scenes, contracts, uh, hard limits, soft limits, and most important, safety and power. In the safety and power, we will discuss who has it, who doesn't, how it's obtained, 
etc. We will also learn about trust. Eventually, as my podcast grows, expands, and I learn more about it, I will be adding video. This journey is going to be quite interesting. I will have friends in the community speak about it. I will have guests, well, of course, guest speakers. I will also have demonstrations once I get video up and ready. If you are listening to this and I have piqued your interest, please let me know. I don't know much about podcasts, so this will be a learning experience for both of us. Well, for all of us. Talk to you soon.